This is Kate Beckinsale. You're listening to Beckinsale. It's the end of the year movie preview. It's the end of the year movie preview. It's the end of the year movie preview on Bacon Sale. <laughs> Yay! I'm glad you don't sing really well because it makes it so much better. <laughs> that was really rude. That was, I like that Jacob thought that was a compliment. <laughs> um, have I, have I used that before? Have I used that intro? Because I felt like I was redoing no, something. I no, think, I think not. I think the last time we did an end of movie preview, it was, uh, oh, I blinked. It doesn't matter anymore, but it was a good one. Oh, was, thank you. Yes, I remember it was you last time. Oh, I just okay. listened to that one. Well, welcome to Bacon Sale, everyone. <laughs> I'm Joel. I'm Kent. And Jacob. What are we talking about today, Jacob? Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> Before we get into that, <laughs> yes, we do Joel? need to discuss Feminine August, which oh. is now over. Yay! yay! <laughs> and we can say yay because... We, we loved all, all of you guests. No, we, did, we, we actually we, did. We did enjoy having uh, all the guests on. You guys were wonderful. We loved having each one of you on, and you invited us into your homes. It was really kind of you. We're just not going to have any guests for a while. A long time. Male or female, because, man, juggling four schedules. Juggling three schedules is difficult enough with us. Right. Juggling four or five or 12, as the case was one night. It does get difficult. It got difficult. And but we just, I, I missed you guys. You know, just us. Just real cozy. It's like, I miss the simpler times. Like we're tight like unto a dish. Uh, on bacon cell, and Come I just, on. just <laughs> but it was being with it's you guys. true though. Like normally, after after we record, we'll sit around and talk, talk about the next episode, talk about each other's lives, talk about Kent's lack of a love life, things like that. <laughs> Great. And then I got a new car. <laughs> you did, yeah. Still not a love life, but um, <laughs> but then we did we didn't get that because we would get done with the recording at these people's house and pack up and leave and just go our separate ways. Ways and so. I don't, I don't feel like we, I feel like, you know, I've missed you guys too. Well, Ken's basically hoping to improve his love life with the new car. I think that's pretty much the plan. Have you seen it? It's sexy. Thank you. <laughs> and he knows it. <laughs> okay. Uh, anyway, <laughs> do you have any, uh, any other business to take care of? Time travel, that show one pretty awesome. Yeah, it was actually pretty fun. I, I yeah. did. I, there's one thing I wanted to bring up really, really brief, hmm. but just it was something I wanted to bring up. You want to bring up your briefs? Yes. <laughs> it was it was a dumb concept, but it's one I wanted to bring up. And that's what I thought that going on a vacation is like traveling through time because when you get back, things are different, but you haven't changed and everything just seems a little off. Like you've been gone a while and it takes a while to get back in the red. Right. Like the world stops and then you come back and yeah. it's yeah. But except it doesn't stop. It keeps moving forward. So what? yeah. Little time travel what theory. What are you saying there. right now? <laughs> Start <laughs> Stop over. Stop drinking that and we'll talk. <laughs> right. <laughs> Never. So, if we're ready, Joel, now Go ahead, I Ken. think we're ready. What are we talking about today, Jacob? Thank you for asking. Today, it's time for the fall movie preview. Fall? Yeah. Pretty well, much. End of year. Thank end you. of year. Okay. Because if we just talked about fall, then we'd have to talk about winter. And we're just going to say end of year. So, anything from September to December. We are going to talk about September to December. I almost heard Al Gore there. We're going to discuss it. But before we there do will that, there be no December <laughs> if you keep using your cars. <laughs> I got a new car, Al Gore. It's is it electric? And no, it is. You not. hate penguins. <laughs> I kind of do. Have you seen Happy Feet? <laughs> Destroy all penguins. <laughs> but before we hit the end of the year, we want to we want to do a recap on the summer movie preview show that we had several months ago. Yeah. And uh, how did oh. your expectations turn out, guys? Around Memorial Day is when we did it, and, and we do plan on doing these as kind of a summer movie preview. We do about three a year, yeah. yes, and a beginning of the year kind of overall arching thing. Mm-hmm. But uh, I I fared pretty well with mine, I believe. You did. I did. Because generally, your list is terrible. <laughs> 
I'm mean, sorry. Yeah, come on. Sometimes it's the worst. Yeah. <laughs> Remember when Ken apologized to me on the bacon bit for being so condescending? <laughs> mm, yeah. Anybody anyway, calls you a seven-year-old? My seven-year-old brain. Oh. Uh, <laughs> no, when I, I, yeah, I must be drinking something because I said I wanted to see Dunkirk. Uh, no. <laughs> Which you liked. I did. No, my, my wanted to see list was Dunkirk, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2, Wonder Woman, Baby Driver, and Spider-Man Homecoming. The only one I haven't seen... You did well. Uh, ...is Baby Driver. I still plan on yeah. seeing that. Mm-hmm. Still look forward to liking that And you'll that still one. enjoy it. But I liked all of them. Which is the least of the five? Hmm. Good question. I... Hmm. That's tough because they're It's Guardians of the Galaxy 2. Let's it's be not though because I had a lot of fun with Guardians. I, in fact, remember I said I think I might like Even Volume 2 hindsight? better than Volume what? 1? What? Wow. Don't you remember that? What? I, I, tried, to, I think I yeah. tried to block it this out. Should be a, this should be a bacon bit. That's crazy stuff. It's really insane. That movie was terrible. <laughs> I um, want to hear this argument. I think he did. I think he gave it. <sighs> yeah, go back and listen to that bacon based, bit. Based on rewatchability and enjoyment, I'm probably going to have to give Dunkirk the lowest, but they're all good. <laughs> They're all good. They're all good. Do you want me to end? I felt like he was joking for a second, and then I knew he wasn't. <laughs> I was just looking at pure enjoyment, like just glee in the theaters. and Dun- So not like great film or anything, just like, it's candy. Uh, these aren't the best films of the year. I said these are the ones I was looking forward to seeing, and I liked all of them. Kent. <sighs> it's, but it's between Dunkirk Rising. and Wonder Woman. On the, because I was looking at it. Because huh. I've seen Wonder Woman three times at this point. Yeah? Yeah. Still holds up. Yes. Good. Because I do want to see that one a second time. And Dunkirk a second time. I want to see them all again. They were all good. Ken, what was on your wanted to see list? I did mostly good, except for I was rooting for a bomb that I knew would bomb, which was Valerian in the City of a Thousand Planets. Mm, you it did see that one. It came out the same day as Dunkirk. So, I mean, I obviously had a favorite, but I really wanted, to, wanted it to be the next Fifth Element. But it, it for the first half hour, it was. And then it ter- became a standard sci-fi flick that was really forgettable. I still haven't seen that one. You haven't? J- no. is, it worth, seen it. is it worth seeing? No. No? I don't there, think There's so. some cool ideas, some cool practical there is, Actually, effects. there is great ideas, and that's it. In fact, the movie will leave you upset because they have not executed. Sounds like our background bacon cell list. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> great wow. ideas that have not been executed. Yeah, that, that's pretty much it. It's like, well, look at all that great stuff they just left on the table that they're not going to use. That's fantastic. Great job, guys. Way to ruin that. This does yes. sound like our future podcast ideas list. On exactly. <laughs> but essentially, in, in order of my favorites, I kind of picked them. So oh, wow. Valerian was my number five. My number four was War for the Planet of the Age. Wait, but these aren't the order you put them in then. This is the order you're putting them in now. No, by both, actually. Oh, really? Yeah, so it's actually my favorites in order. So... Number four is War for the Planet of the Age. Number three is Wonder Woman. Two, Baby Driver. Number one, Dunkirk. And so all... I like those the same in order of that sequence. Interesting. Yeah. All right. What about your uh, wanted to flop list? So Rough Night and Snatched, I didn't actually see. Those were my number five and four. Okay. But they didn't, they didn't do well, though. They didn't do well at all. No. Oh, this has been a really bad year for R-rated raunchy comedies. Yeah. Good. Because these movies are terrible. Yeah. I mean, I, I actually have the number. I had Snatched on my wanted to flop list, too. And I know that they had... They had a budget of forty two million. They only made sixty million worldwide. So Yikes. once again, just to compare those numbers, you want double the budget in order to consider it a success. Well, yes. and they're paying for the marketing and stuff as well. Yeah. So yeah, so uh, they actually lost money on that probably. Mm-hmm. Probably, it's possible. My favorite movie on this list uh, for the worst of is Cars Three, which was my number three that I wanted to bomb. <laughs> and it was just this really standard movie. I gave it a C because it was yeah. it was fine. Uh, emoji movie I didn't see. And really? I, yeah. think, I feel like you should have seen that just so you could hate sc- on it. They didn't screen it. Uh, Do you so know how much that made worldwide? I don't want to know. Please, please don't. I want to know. I want to know. Budget of 50 million. This is on my list too if I wanted to flop. Budget uh-huh. of 50 million. And I was like, please flop. Please flop. Worldwide gross, 144 million. Oh, that's that's yeah. not super great. No. It's not, but it's almost triple and it's still in theaters. Oh. 
Sad so, face emoji. <laughs> so <laughs> puke emoji. But but it only got a seven percent on Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> That's amazing. I mean, so, that means everything to Kent, so he should feel a lot better. Yeah, you've got to feel good about that, though, Kent. That most people hated it. So wait, which was higher, that one or Batman v Superman? <laughs> right, Batman v exactly. Superman was higher. Yeah, slightly, <laughs> slightly higher. Was, was that all your flops then? Well, my number one movie I wanted to flop was Spider Man Homecoming. If you don't remember that did pretty good well actually no it, it dropped off really fast it had a good opening and then there was a lot of talk because it didn't have legs no yeah. but it did still it actually did the about the same box office as the amazing spider-man did 2 mm-hmm. yes which, which did people good. well did good but people see as a disappointment yeah and that's that's the whole critical versus box office right dynamic that goes on yeah. there i enjoyed that movie though uh i, I it's so, a war I want. I wanted the house to fly. Civil War. Yeah, forget. Remember that one. It is pretty. Oh yeah, the house. Yes, much like the so house. And that was going along with the R-rated raunchy comedies. Yes, once that's again, the Will Ferrell, Amy Poehler one. Oh uh, yeah, they turned their house into a gambling forgotten. thing. The budget was forty million. They've only made thirty-three. So that's a definite flop. That was a terrible idea. Uh, nut job, nutty by nature. Nut job two, nutty by nature. Oh, also I flopped. was really looking forward to that. We like Kent and I watched that. We laughed the whole time. <laughs> the whole time. Uh, <laughs> just like giggling boys is what we were. Baywatch. <laughs> Baywatch <laughs> may have made its budget back, but uh, flop. And then snatched was the other one. Here, here's my problem: is I avoided so many bad movies because I'm really picking and choosing what I see lately, and so I didn't see Baywatch either. Mm-hmm. And so, but what I do is I save December. Like I generally get screeners for the Oscar stuff now, but I save about two weeks in December to watch the worst movies of the year. Mary Kentmas, honestly, <laughs> honestly, dude, that should be its own show: the worst movies of the year. We watch them all at once. Yeah, well, I do though. I, I try yeah. to get rid of them it's all a bad idea. at one time. <laughs> Kentmas is the worst. No one, you should be lonely on Kentmas, okay? <laughs> so I'm saving like Rough Night, Snatched, and Emoji Movie, and Baywatch all for that. That is pretty it's bad. Be a bad week. Pathetic. Yeah, that is bad. I mean, and, and like I said, it's not like you can, they're comedies, so you can't laugh at them and enjoy yeah, how right. bad they are. Exactly. You just have to sit there and be awkward and uncomfortable. Yeah. Looking at Amy Schumer. Which is terrible. <laughs> Guys, you know what I'm really sad about? What? I had the two movies that I mentioned that did not, they didn't have a lot of hype and there wasn't a lot of hope and I was hoping they would really do well. And it was The Mummy and The Dark Tower and neither did very well. Mummy's doing well overseas. Yes. Mummy, Mummy made 80 million here and made uh, 320 million overseas. That's so it's gonna, good. It's going to get a sequel. Which I, they're going to do a sequel. It's a dark universe launching. They're going to do a whole thing with it. Right. Him. Yeah. But still, I mean, uh, everything it, it took has a lot to be of shared universe. Considered a bomb. And Dark Tower. Did you end up seeing that one? I did. And it was thoughts? very okay. Very okay. Yeah. That's about it. Really disappointing. Kind of the Valerian experience, mm-hmm. whereas I'm like, oh my potential, gosh. Potential, potential. I'm like, right? this should have been Lord of the Rings, guys. Yes. Like, where where are you? Where's Peter Jackson? This should be done way, way, way better. You should have taken your time. You should have made this epic. And they were like, eh, let's just make this like a quick YA flick. And yes, and and that's what they did, and it was stupid. That was a was stupid it, choice. Was it stand? I still haven't seen Dark Tower. Was it the standard Stephen King great setup, lousy follow through? No, no, that was not the problem. Because no. this is the first of Just seven. Not good overall. Actually, the entire story has no, a terrible ending. It's, but it's okay overall, is what yes. it is. And it's just it just never it never tries to rise to anything good, and mm. it never tries. Which is really my point. There is, it aims for middle of the road, and it hits it. Good, yeah, good I would for totally you, agree. Dark Tower. <laughs> it's so disappointing. Really great stuff. You're like yeah. great material, just not executed. So that's it, the past. That's what we've yes. talked about in the past. What is coming now? So we're going to go for the five that's most anticipated. Now we're going to go to the future. The future, Joel? The future, Kent. Oh, yeah, that's the intro I used that was last, last time. Okay, sure. All the way to the year 2017 in September. For, for anyone that doesn't 
listen to our old shows. <laughs> we should with, probably explain. We always go back and listen to like the previous year's show or the previous season. If we're doing show, a sequel, yeah. And we always go back and we always tell each other, man, we're really good at this. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's like, man, we were good back then. Oh, back then. <laughs> It's a lot, days. lot to live up to. But now we're going to talk about what we're most excited for. But before we get into our top five movies we're most excited for, the Kent and I have made a peace treaty. Yes, the elephants in the room that we yes. need to discuss. That's really, that's really rude. <laughs> <laughs> it's late. It's late and we're laughing at you. get our pictures through the humor. <laughs> Jake, you do okay. it. You do it. Do you, I, do I think, I think there's been enough. No, Jake. I want to hear your elephant noise, Jake. I have never tried to do this Sound before effects. in my life. Go. Do it. Really? Bubble yes. your lips. All right. <laughs> That's Ready? Not even close. <laughs> I can't stop no, do it. All right, all right, all right. Poker face. <laughs> nope. I don't think close. Joel. Yeah. Three, two, one. <laughs> can't we stop this now? Wow, we need to cut all that out. <laughs> we are delusional. Uh, what was in that cake? But we're going to talk about the elephants in the room. That's why we did all those noises. Because we have two very, very big movies coming out <laughs> November 17th and December 15th that would have dominated our list. Wait, 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 wait. December 17th? November 17th. November. Okay. December okay. 15th. That makes a lot more yes. sense. Does it? Yes. And, and even though... Why, why does December 17th not well, make Because if sense? they're released on the, like in the same couple of days, right. that's crazy oh, okay. stuff. Yeah. I will have to acquiesce to the one that isn't my top one which is Star Wars The Last Jedi. That said, this is in my top five, but we, we've come up with a new top five based on... Ready? These sitting outside. Having taken her first steps into a larger world in Star Wars The Force Awakens, Rey continues her epic journey with Finn, Poe, and Luke Skywalker in the next chapter of the saga. Well done, sir. I kept waiting for a joke. No, I was just reading the summary. <laughs> and this is, this is the episode eight... Yes. Wow, that was hard for my brain to do. It Eight. must be late. It's kind of hard because when you had Rogue One, it kind of threw everything off because you're like, is that like 3.5? Yeah. But this, and I'm surprised that Ken's not more excited for this because the director, Ryan Johnson, who directed such classics as, as Brick and Looper. Is, yes. Is Ken's heartthrob. Brothers Bloom. No, I love him. In fact, let's, this, let's not talk about Brothers this Bloom. isn't my top five. It's just, it wouldn't be my number one. Mostly because uh, I was a little, not soured, but vanilla by the other two Star Wars movies? But by the pattern they've established, this would be the Empire movie. They say that, but it almost feels like now they have to copy that pattern of being the dark movie. You think they the limb's going to come I, off? They're I just, definitely yes. copying the pattern. I, I just want them to make a wait, great... Wait, wait, wait. Do you really think Ray's going to lose a limb? Uh, someone is, for sure. Ray or Finn or Poe? Yeah. Or, Ray. or Lala? I'll or go Ray. Mickey. I'll vote I Ray right Finn. now. I think Finn. Finn will, for sure. Yeah. That's not even a question. I just It's just whether Ray will. But he's not a Jedi. But he handled a lightsaber just fine. So do I. Whoa, hey, hey watch out. CTR Wars on YouTube. Check it out. Uh, <laughs> Always plugging. <laughs> but no, this movie, directed, like you said, directed by Ryan Johnson. Same cast that like, I kind of missed. Starring Daisy Ridley, John yes. Boyega, Mark Hamill, Carrie Fisher in her final role, yes, probably. I think, I think I actually kind of missed them. I think Rogue One made me miss the actual cast of characters from The Force Awakens. Even though it had more Star Wars-y feel? Yes, because I wanted characters with, with actual Johnny Depp. <laughs> so, as a callback to one of our older shows. Was, yeah. Yeah. Because so, I felt like The Force um, Rogue One did not really have that depth at all. How much, money Star Wars how much money do you think Star Wars The Last Jedi is going to make? I feel like the hype is not as high as when Carrie Fisher died, sadly. Uh, I think if she passed... Sorry, I know this is kind of weird to bring up, but like a Heath Ledger sort of death made Dark Knight 
a little bit more in terms of box office. That's what happens. People are curious. I think people will, this will be about $1.6 billion $1.6 billion. That puts it, what, top five? Just below Force Awakens. Okay. That's it. I think that's a fair assessment. Yeah, I think yeah. that is too. I, I, think, I think, like you said, the hype's not as there. I wouldn't say Carrie Fisher's death. I would say when Force Awakens came out. It was yeah, like, Star Wars! It's back. Right. But this is more like, oh, yeah, it, it's back. <laughs> I think see. it's going to take one more trailer to get people so pumped about Which this. Which I won't watch. Yep. Yeah, you won't watch. Um, mm. I'm, I'm really proud of yeah, you. Yeah, I don't think I'll watch that. that one either. I, I've just decided, and this is something, I don't know, the last couple of years I've decided, I'm just going to watch the first, the trailer number one, and then stop there. Are we going to have an event, a bacon sale event, go watch this thing? Yeah, maybe. Better record? Maybe. Maybe. Hmm. We'll see. But no, this, this I'll is... I'll put that on the future ideas list so you can ignore it. We often kind of just kind Good of... <laughs> We almost don't talk about the Star Wars movies in our previews because they're going to be seen. We're all excited to see them. Yeah. And it, yeah, yeah, we'll and, get it. And the other one people are very, very excited for is, of course, Justice League. Justice League. What people is this? Justice League colon Dawn of the Night of Justice. Oh, is that what they're calling it now? Probably. <laughs> Dawn of the Suicide, <laughs> Night of Justice. <clears throat> Fueled by his restored faith in humanity and inspired by Superman's selfless act, Bruce Wayne enlists the help of his newfound ally, Diana Prince. To face an even greater enemy. Diarrhea. <laughs> Jake. Jacob Rogers. That doesn't get a family friend. That gets a really Jacob. <laughs> Honestly. Really. I kept waiting for a joke. It felt anticlimactic when you don't when you don't. So say you went to diarrhea? <laughs> well, it's his greatest enemy. <laughs> Everybody knows that. Guys, I I hate the bad suit is tough. I hate Twitter because of this movie. I know there's politics going on around the world and everyone disagrees. I hate Twitter because of Justice League, because every single blogger has taken upon themselves to bash this movie for the year and a half leading up to it, essentially, basically since Batman v Superman. Wait, whoa, do you feel like everybody is really? Or I would like, say I would jerks. say 73% of critics out there. It's a very precise number. It is very specific, yeah. Have agreed to hate this movie, because if you see the clickbait articles out there every day about Warner Brothers or the DCEU, it's bad news. Even when I don't know, I've seen good news and bad news. I mean, every day they're shuffling. (laughs) No, not again. Not again. But it's just you know. So Joss Whedon (laughs) came in and they're like, maybe he 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 is getting writing credit on this one. Not directing credit. Now that bothered me. Same. So Zack Snyder had to step away for family reasons. Yes. And people were like, were reveling in the fact that he was stepping away and kind of dancing. Daughter died on his tragedy. Yeah, it's horrific. And then Joss Whedon comes in. They're like, oh, thank goodness he's gonna save it. And I'm like, no, probably not. But I just I I, I say probably not because I think Joss Whedon does not have the talent he once had. I think he is such a weird social activist now that he almost can't escape it. I I think he pats himself on the back way too much for what he used to do. So you think he's broken? Yeah, oh, absolutely. broke him? I think Avengers 2 broke him. Yeah, Avengers 2 may have. Interesting. We'll We'll see with Batgirl, right? That's uh, his baby. I I honestly don't think he'll be around for that. Really? There's way too much stuff going on with his background. But that's not about Justice League. Justice League has the definite boost, which we talked about at the beginning of the year. We said if Wonder Woman fails, Justice League is doomed. But because Wonder Woman was That's true. was this massive success this year, critical and financial. Everyone will go just to see her again. Yeah, that everyone was saying See who? Gal Gadot. Gal Gadot. We can Gal say Gadot. it right now. Yes. Uh which which we we have Batman or yes. Ben Affleck established as a good Batman. Yes. We have Wonder Woman established as a good Wonder Woman. Correct. And Superman established. I call her Wonder Woman is a good as Wonder a Woman. As a dead Superman. But then we have Jason Jason Momoa and Ezra Miller and uh, shoot, Ray Fisher. Ray Fisher um, as unknowns. And I'm worried that they could drag this movie down. 
I don't think you should. Because we don't have Grouchy Superman for part of it, at least. Hey, spoiler alert. I haven't seen a trailer beyond one. Here's here's my hope. Can I give you my hope with the story? Let's hear your hope. That that is it, wrote it, is all? it a new hope? That, you know, I've always wanted Man of Steel 2 because I wanted to see Superman's progression. I want to see his actual story rather than being cluttered with all these characters. But sadly, that will never happen, maybe in a parallel universe. But I think Superman will come back as this really good guy that sees the light now because his whole progression has been... You're saying he's not dead. ...new to the planet. Well, he'll come back. New to the planet. What? Dissolution with the planet. Oh, and then wow. I'm so shocked after right the now. selfless act, he'll come back and he be able to shine, essentially. Be the Superman that we all kind of want and that expect. That little kint cool. of mine. He's going to let it shine. I think Ezra Miller is going to be <laughs> a, a fun call? time, but I think Jason Momoa is the one to steal the show. But is he a cool character that doesn't have... The chops to hold a movie. He doesn't really have the acting chops because he looks he as looks a side cool. character. He's going to be great. He has dynamic. I mean, and when has, his movie comes yeah. out, directed by James Wan next year, which is the only DC movie next year, James Wan is the right guy to do this. Honestly, yeah. so I I really look forward to this movie. It, it would honestly probably be my number one, but it's not because we made a new number uh, new we five did. through once. My goodness, we've taken a long time before yes, we even got we, to our list. We have. Now we're going to get to the actual lists and uh, let's do this quickly. Do a, little, a little bit faster than that. So, here's what we got. Ken, you want to start with your number five most anticipated? Yes, because we got rid of of those two big ones. It's going to be pretty much a hipster list for me and maybe for you as well. Now, we're going to go all through the most anticipated, right? Okay. Five, five, four, four, three, three, two, two, one. And then then we'll go to the the ones you want to bomb. Yes. All right, let's do it. Uh, Most anticipated number five for me is called Goodbye, Christopher Robin. Okay, just because it has Margot Robbie with it in it doesn't mean that you have to automatically put it on your list. Do you know who I like maybe more than Margot Robbie? Donald Gleason. That's true. Donald Gleason, Margot Robbie, who are in About Time together. Yeah. Yeah. It, this movie comes out October 13th, and the story is a behind the scenes look at the life of author A.A. A. Milne and the creation of Winnie the Pooh stories inspired by his son, C.R. Milne. Careful. Christopher Robin. If you Milne. mention Winnie the Pooh, Jacob might make another inappropriate bathroom joke. Okay. <laughs> Winnie the Pooh, huh? Yes, yeah. Jake. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so. I, it's I've, only about Batman in this suit. I've I've watched one trailer for this movie, and that's suit, I think maybe. that's all I'm going to watch. Yeah. I, it kind of showed a lot, actually, it of what's did. going it to a lot happen. Of the story, but he's has a traumatic experience. And he's trying to get yeah, a little PTSD. Yeah, Domino Gleason is, and then he tries to get through it by creating this children's character and looking through the world as if it were through the eyes of a child. Yes, and but because of the acting prowess of him and Margot Robbie, but Margot Robbie's not going to be a good girl in this movie. She seems like she's going to be a bit of a jerk. Really. I didn't. I didn't catch that actually. You didn't get that when she was no. trying to force the kid to do stuff. And you, oh yeah, because like, Christopher Robin he, becomes he to, a star, and she wants to push his the fame. I haven't seen this trailer. So, yeah, yeah. And he's like, he's got to be a kid. Have you guys seen Finding Neverland? This yeah. the it really gives me the Finding Neverland vibe, which oh, I was really impressed with that movie. It means I'm gonna cry. Yeah, you'll, you'll you you will cry regardless. Because of Johnny Depp, <laughs> the Johnny Depp of the movie. Mm-hmm. But that's my number five, October thirteenth. It's kind of a weird season for it, but. This also has potential to be saving Mr. Banks, which honestly was a huge disappointment. Is this, is this Oscar bait in some way? I I think so. Yeah, a, a lot, a lot of movies coming out at the end of the year are Oscar bait because that's maybe Margot Oscar Robbie is trying to season. get Oscar attention. Yeah, maybe. All right, all right, Joel. She should be trying to get Kent attention. Am I right, Kent? Yes, <laughs> a Kenshin. No, a Kenshin. It's gone. It's gone. <laughs> a Kenshin. Hashtag a Kenshin. Once again, my hashtag picks. can't miss. My picks are going to disappoint Kent, no matter how I go about them. Because Spider Man's not being released this winter. But my number five is Jumanji, Welcome to the Jungle. 
Wait, no, we're going best first, Joel. The ones we want to succeed. This is one of my most anticipated for the end of the year. No, actually, that's totally fine. Do you want to know why? Why? Because when they said they were making remaking Jumanji, I'm like, no, what? No, that is stupid. Mm-hmm. Jumanji is a great movie. Why would you do that? And then I saw the trailer and they put a couple new angles on it that suddenly made me go, that's interesting. So it's a video game. Yes, I'll, re- I'll read the synopsis. Yes. <clears throat> Four teenagers discover an old video game console and are literally drawn into the game's jungle setting, becoming the adult avatars they choose. And I, the body swapping thing was really funny to me. Seeing the, you know, this cheer, blonde cheerleader suddenly in Jack, Jack Black's body right. was pretty entertaining. And the, then the, the trailer is went, great is really what it is. And it, it, they really it they is. didn't take themselves seriously. And I'm betting the CGI is going to be better in this than it was in the original Can, Jumanji. Could you tell me the rock's last good movie though? The Fate of the Furious. Joel. Joel. <laughs> what do you mean by good? <laughs> that is what <laughs> we want to know good. here. Yeah. Worth oh, watching. I, know. I got it. It's Moana. Okay. Boom. You're Fate, Fate of the Furious is worth <laughs> watching too. But that, that is Jake, really amusing. Jake. It really is. Stop it's that. It's very but, uh, funny. Yes. And he's in prison and then they shoot him with uh, rubber bullets <laughs> and he's <laughs> like, rubber bullets, big mistake. <laughs> <laughs> right? I mean, this is great. <laughs> so but the reason I'm putting this movie most anticipated because I didn't expect anything and then I watched the trailer and I went, okay, this could actually be a fun movie. And I like Karen Gillian as well. Yeah. Uh, Amy Pond, for those of you who enjoy Doctor Who. And you really like Kevin. Kevin Hart has Kevin his Hart. funny moments. Like I, I, I've seen him in some bits that I really enjoy and he's funny enough. But yeah, I'm putting that on my list. It, so it, yeah, that. I had the same experience. I was like, oh no. And then I watched him like, actually that could work. Yeah. Yeah. I'm in, in like a, in like, the 12 year old boy in me is actually excited to see that movie, which is very rare. Yeah. You guys want to come to the screening for that one? Yeah, sure. Bacon bit. Bacon bit. That's a great bacon bit. That would be a good bacon bit. Yeah. All right. So on to my number four. Once again, I'm just going to keep disappointing Kent. I'm not going to let up. (laughs) Wait, the whole time? Basically, it's all good. Do you really think that's going to happen the whole time? There's only one on here that I think you'll be like, okay, okay. Is that my voice? Yeah. Ah, Right. This is you. (laughs) Kent's going to think he's on a date or something and keep doing that. Uh, wait, if he keeps disappointing me yeah. or am I the one that disappoints? <laughs> oh, uh, I don't know. My number four is murder on the Orient Express coming out November 24th. Okay. Why is that going to okay. disappoint him? Because it's a Johnny Depp movie. It's not a Johnny Depp movie. It's a Depp. Kenneth Branagh movie. Yes. It's, it's a, a Kenneth it's a, Branagh movie. Kenneth Branagh That's what is the director, but and Johnny Depp is in it. And starring. He's Perot. He's Perot. Perot. Yeah. Ross Perot. Johnny Depp is He's prominently featured. He's prominently featured in the marketing and I know that's going to bother Kenneth. So it was like 12 other people. And they played Imagine Dragons in the trailer, which really miffed a lot of people. That was interesting. And yeah. Josh Gad is in the movie as well. Josh That's Gad? Yeah. But only the in summer! A lavish you train ride unfolds into a stylish and suspenseful mystery. From the novel by Agatha Christie, Murder on the Orient Express tells of 13 stranded strangers and one man's race to solve the puzzle before the murderer strikes again. Wow. Um, Can you read all my synopses as well? No, you got to read them in your Kent voice. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I like your choices, Joel. But directed by Kenneth Branagh, who directed Thor. Am I right, guys? Yeah, that's true. You're um, right. <laughs> Way to pick his best one. Directed <laughs> yeah. Thor, man. There's actually really good movies directed by Kenneth Branagh. No, he, did, he did much do about nothing with Kate Beckinsale. Yes, he did. And uh, Hamlet, Hamlet was actually fantastic. With Mel Gibson, that was really good too. No, he didn't do that one with Mel Gibson. He did Hamlet with Kenneth Branagh. No, you're right. Yes, I'm sorry. Yes, 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 yes. yes. sorry. I Kenneth Branagh would never put anyone else in no. a Shakespearean adaptation. <laughs> I'm no. pretty sure he did Hamlet with Ethan Hawke. He always puts no. himself in. That was a different one, too. Yes. Uh, but I I like Ag- Agatha Christie's novels. I, Same. Like Ten Little Indians. Oh, so good. One of my favorites. But uh, this movie 
it, it just, I think it is actually just the book that I'm excited to see put on the screen. And I'm wondering, you know, I think 1974 was the last time a Murder on the Orient Express movie was made. Really? Okay. So this is kind of the first like big feature to do it. And I hope they do it well because it was, the trailer was interesting enough. It got my attention and I like Agatha Christie. It's kind of weird. We haven't really seen a murder mystery type movie in a long time. Right. And I hope they keep it simple. Like, I'm afraid they're going to try to do too but, much with it. But does simple mean predictable for our audiences now? Like, do we just see things telegraphed from a mile away and then Maybe. We go? I mean, if they, yeah, obviously, obviously they come out and say the butler did it, it'll be like, well, yeah, because that's what you always right. hear. But I don't know. I, I, I have hope for this movie. Yeah. I think it could be good. He says that, but I see. The I mean, dis- I, I mean, see the that. disappointment. I don't, in his eyes. I don't know why you think that, Joel. He, All right. All right. My number four is a Marky Mark there. Yeah. OK. OK. Uh, Blade Runner 2049. Ah, comes out August or sorry, October 6th, a young Blade Runner's discovery of a long buried (laughs) secret leads him on a quest to track down former Blade Runner Rick Deckard, Deckard, Rick Dick, Rick Deckard, who's been missing for 30 years. You said to do it in the Kent voice. That's not Kent voice. I love it. I love it. I I especially like it with Blade Runner. (laughs) Uh, You guys want to come over and play Dungeons and Dragons to watch Blade Runner? Director's cut, mind you. Which director's cut? There's like four of them. Volume four. (laughs) Thank you for joining in on that. No problem. So look, am I a fan of people revisiting old Ridley Scott stuff, especially Ridley Scott? Not always. It's a mixed bag. Joel, I know you really, you were actually pretty okay with Alien Covenant. Yeah. The internet wasn't so much. I know. I, I found that out after. I, I gave it, I gave it a B actually. So that's about what I gave it. Yeah. People hated it. And more than Prometheus, which I thought was a huge. Prometheus was pretentious. This yes. actually felt like a horror movie. A little bit. So Alien Covenant. Here's did. the thing. Blade Runner 2049. The first Blade Runner was a Ridley Scott classic, which was actually kind of hated when it came out. Gained the cult following that it has now. Do you think this one will follow Ridley, suit? S- Ridley Scott is not directing this movie. He's an executive producer. One of my favorite directors, Denis Villeneuve, is doing Blade Runner 2049. And dude is good at stuff. Yeah, prison- Dude is good at stuff. Pri- mm-hmm. Prisoners? Prisoners. Sicario. Sicario. Arrival from last year. So really lighthearted fare is what he's into. Right. Well, yeah. Arrival, though. I mean, that. yeah, that's really lighthearted. In a way... It rips your heart out, man. Yeah, you're right. That is my lighthearted, though. <laughs> so here's the thing. He's now delving more into, like, I know they, there was there were aliens in Arrival. He's now going, like, full genre movies, though. Like Blade Runner, and then next year he's doing Dune. Yeah. So it's he's almost getting a little geeky, but that, that's the thing. It's high concept stuff. Mm. From the trailers, it seems like maybe I was ruined by Ghost in the Shell earlier this year. Mm-hmm. But it seems like, okay, we're forcing that kind of imagery again, which belongs in a Blade Runner movie. Yeah. But it feels like it may be a misstep. I'm still excited to see Ryan Gosling share the Just screen. Just stop right there. Just stop right yep, there. Yeah, yep, that was plenty. I'm excited to see Ryan Gosling. <laughs> La La Land? Is he a replicant? I don't even know, but I would love... I don't even want to know. <laughs> so, look, this movie will have a lot, lot of twists and turns. Uh, it is actually supposed to be two and a half hours. Holy. This will try the patience of a lot of the audience. The first one kind of tried my patience, too. Yeah. yeah. Can I make even though it's good. I, yeah. It, I'm with Jacob here. I, I don't love Blade Runner. I respect it, but I don't love it. Yeah, me too. I, I, but did you like R- Rudger Hauer in Blade Runner? Because I love the his Tears character. and Rain speech was really good. Yeah, wasn't it? Yeah, and that was improv. Oh, was it really? Yeah, apparently he just kind of, they said, go with it. And so he just told this speech about, I'm, into I'm washed away like tears and rain. And I'm like, what? That's amazing. That's yeah. a great metaphor. 
But I'm I'm very excited simile. to see this one. It's a simile. I'm so sorry. Anybody like, see or as. <laughs> but yes, how dare you, Joel? Are you excited to see this one at all? Eventually, it's not, not really. List. Okay, it, I don't think it made honorable mentions either. I think this would be a good one to see on IMAX because like the score is yeah, it's a bit loud and the visuals will be incredible. Who knows about movie quality? We'll see. But with Denis Villeneuve attached, yeah. probably great. It's interesting. Villeneuve. It's yes. interesting. It's just a fun name to say. It's French. De, yeah. What is it? Denis Villeneuve. Denis Villeneuve. It looks like Dennis Villeneuve. <laughs> no, Villeneuve. Dennis Villeneuve. Yeah, yes. I was going to say. Yes. New Village. Was that your number four? Yeah, it was my number four. So my number one is three. three. My number three is called The Shape of Water. <sighs> Ugh, what a pretentious title. Oh, what knock a, it off. No, what a pretentious <laughs> movie. I haven't seen. I know. I know nothing I, about I this. I saw the trailer. An otherworldly fairy tale set against the backdrop of a Cold War era America, circa 1962, in the hidden high, high security government laboratory. I was going to say laboratory. You should laboratory. be using Dexter's the, laboratory. Where she works, lonely Elisa is trapped in a life of isolation. Elisa's life has changed forever when she and a coworker Zelda discover a secret classified experiment. That was a long road to a, a short end. Basically, she discovers the creature from the Black Lagoon or Abe Sapien from Hellboy. Yes. What? This is a Guillermo del Toro. Joel? Guillermo del Toro. Thank you. A new del Toro film, and I look forward Who to Who is these. not related to Benicio del Toro? No. In, look, he's had a few missteps. Uh, I really, really like Crimson Peak, but it wasn't what was advertised. No. I wish I knew a little... Bit beautiful, better. beautiful movie. But also the guy who did Pan's yeah. Labyrinth, he really knows how to do period type pieces. And this one, a weird, it's a weird love story. It, it's like, similar is to she mute. Is that what it is? She's mute or deaf or something. There's it, something going on. In the on. trailer, she was not very communicative except to the creature. Yes. And it, it's strange because it's kind of like this creature's being tested in this government facility. She has to free him or something goes poorly. You know, obviously the creature has to break out at some point. But I'm excited to see this strange love story between this, you know, mistreated creature and this lonely woman. Can't love strange love stories. <laughs> that sounds weird. It does sound weird. And the picture but, looks weird, too. But look, we have Doug Jones as the creature. Just because he gave you a really good hug. He is a great, great hugger. So Doug I Jones. look, I'm excited. I know that the Shape of Water is a really pretentious title. But still, it's a pretty title. Anytime Del Toro comes out with the movie, it's a must see for me, even though after I go... Okay, I don't really need to watch it again, but I'm so glad this guy makes movies. Do you like Devil's Backbone? Yes. Oh, quite a bit. Okay. Quite a bit. So anytime Just he makes not as movies, much as Crimson Peak. Hmm. Now, in like Hellboy. I love Hellboy 2 as well. Yeah. See, and I'm it, not a fan of the Hellboy series. Not even 2? No. I think it went full throttle and it I didn't am. apologize for anything. Yeah, Wait, I'm Charlie's Angels were in it? Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm so excited for this. He makes movies that no one else would make and I wish he made more. I want him to take on uh, Mountains of Madness, which is a... Lovecraft story, which he was meant to do, but that's another show altogether. But yeah, for our HP Lovecraft show. Yes, indeed. (laughs) That's forthcoming. (laughs) Next Halloween. (laughs) All right. My number three is one that I think Kent might actually respect. Maybe. Okay. Because it has Idris Elba in it and Kate Winslet. It's the mountain between us. This looks terrible. Yeah, doesn't that look really bad? Yeah, I think it looks so mediocre. No, I, really? I, maybe it's just because I like Idris Elba. Yeah, and uh, yeah. Are you saying you, you like Idris Elba more than Jake and I? Because seriously, apparently I do. And I think Kate Winslet. I would a see it actress. just for him knowing the movie is going to be bad. Strand- which is basically what I did with the Dark Tower. Yes. Stranded after a tragic plane crash, two strangers must forge a connection to survive the extreme elements of a remote snow-covered oh. mountain. When they realize help is not coming, they embark on a perilous journey across the wilderness. And other synopses you've heard before. But it's two really good actors, and I That's think true. they could hold it up. And when I watched the trailer, I remember feeling kind of this sense of dread, like, 
well, how are they going to get out of this? And I like it when a movie can pull me in like that and make me question, even though, you know, we've seen so many movies, we kind of know how these movies normally go. Maybe there could be something different. I feel like they just listened to what would bacon sell do too. And they stole the winter, <laughs> the, uh, uh, the winter idea from us uh, yeah. where I was trying to tempt you guys into, uh, you know, killing the other person or we were yes. going to eat each other. At yeah. one point. Perfectly normal. <laughs> no big deal. Those shows get real weird real yeah. quick. But not much more to say about that one. It's a simple story about people who get stranded and try to survive. But I like Idrishelba. I like Kate Winslet. I think together they could make. And it's not like a romantic thing. They're they're two strangers. And having to trust a stranger to get you through that situation. Is it the survival angle that you really like? It's almost like a bottle episode. Because I do like those. It's just these two people that are isolated. I, I do like those types of movies and those types of stories. Okay. So do you like them enough to watch Luther now? I've watched the first episode. I know. It's dark. Yeah. Super dark and awesome. But yes, uh, I didn't know that was going to disappoint you as much as it did. Apparently, that's the one that disappointed Kent. All right, all right. Uh, my number <laughs> I feel like I have to throw an all right, all right. All, all right, right, all right, all right. My number two most anticipated movie for the end of the year is It. September is 8th. what? It's, it's going to come out shortly after this movie air, or this episode airs. Which is why I left it off my list, actually. Because I, we'll be seeing it so soon. Well, I, I won't. I will be seeing it soon. A group of bullied kids band R? together when a monster taking the appearance of a clown begins hunting children. And I'm a little mad at this movie because it's going to hurt the clown business. <laughs> and they're not going to be able to get to do clown shows anymore. Oh, I'm sorry. This movie's going to hurt the clown business. Do you remember 2016? Year of the Clown? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Which it was, some people said, they, some people thought it was a marketing stunt. Yeah, but a year movie. previous to this movie and it's nothing's happened this whole year? The Long Con. Oh sure, um, those murderous clowns planning ahead. Directed by <laughs> Andy. Doing that now. Directed by Andy <laughs> Muschietti. Yes, uh, who directed Mama, which had some pretty creepy moments. Yes, it did. And Absolutely. so, if he can, Mama itself was an okay movie, but it had some really creepy moments. Uh, but I'm hoping that uh, the director Andy Andy Muschietti Muschietti uh, that he can do a good Didn't job of creating the same ones here because he has the he has the scary material now because. Pennywise is terrifying, as we did. I determined in our pyramid. Yes, one of my biggest fears, Pennywise. And how many trailers have you watched? Two. Okay, so you've seen. I know enough to story. be scared, though. The thing is, I know this story. They're effective trailers. Yes, and they they do a good job. And it's not the standard kind of horror movie trailer. There's a little more to it. I mm-hmm. feel they're kind of heavy handed, though. These trailers, like, it makes me feel like they don't have a story because it's going to be all jump scares. No, this story is is huge. Well, and this book I, is about a thousand pages. So, and if you yeah, know, that's what makes me worry that the movie is going to be just super thin. It's meant to be two parts, though. That's what I was going to uh, ask. Yes, are they going to do the adult stories at all in this? The, the adult here's the adult stories. <laughs> if <laughs> the grown up, I get it. Joel the kids always wants stories. to know about the adult <laughs> stories all the time. Look, Stephen King adaptations um, have been very hit and miss. Uh, Unless they're dramas. They, since the, yeah, exactly. Dramas since are great. Any Stephen King story, you never know. Dark Tower, right? Mm-hmm. Never going to get a sequel on that one. Mm. This one, I think it was a wait and see approach. We'll see how the kid's story goes. And then the 30 years later story, if that does well, we're going to make that one. So they're going to end it on the kid's Because if, yes. if you don't know it, which would be surprising, but if you don't know it, it's it's... A flashback. It, it, the whole book is like they're they're having to go back to their hometown because the it, the presence that they fought when they were kids, it came back and they made a vow to come back and take care of them. Yes. So it's this back and forth of when we were young, now we're old. When we were young, now we're old. Yeah. I don't think they've even cast uh, the adult actors for the second one. So I think it's just the kids. So it is just the kids. Yes. Yeah. Interesting. But yeah, uh, this Tim Curry will always be Pennywise. Oh, absolutely. Always. But uh, what's his bucket? Bill Skarsgård? Yep. He looks creepy enough. Yeah, he's a good choice. And he, when he had the couple moments when he talks, 
it was creepy. So yeah. he he can probably hold a candle to it. I don't think it's going to be a Heath Ledger thing where it's like, oh, he's so much better. Or I think the scares will no, be more effective because remember, I mean, like we would look at this just through. a clown. Yeah, I mean, it's not like he's going to have just lines and there's going to be acting. Heath Ledger was acting the whole time. He's just going to jump out from the dark. Did you watch the original series of yeah. it? Yeah. There's but acting. I think we look at that with, yeah. with nostalgic colored glasses, though, because it was a TV miniseries with yeah. no budget. I think the scares will be better. I'm just not sure he'll be a better Pennywise than, than Tim, Tim Curry. Mm. Like, that's almost a surety, right? Yeah. Okay. Let's go with that. Yes. All right. What's your number two? My number two is called The Disaster Artist. Comes out December 8th. I don't know if I've heard this Disaster one. Disaster Artist. A behind-the-scenes look at the making of Tommy Wiseau's The Room. Oh, that's right. You Wait, you're excited for a James Franco movie? He's excited a Seth for a Seth Rogen no, movie? No, it's a Zac, Zac Efron. That's what he's excited about. Stop that right now. I'm excited about a Seth Rogen and James Franco movie. I, 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 why am I saying this? But I am. It is strange that they're even making a movie about the worst movie ever made. So uh, Tommy, arguably. Tommy Wiseau, well, which one do you think is worse? Well, I mean, you get movies like Birdemic and yeah. Manos Hands of Fate. And Manos Hands of Fate uh, applies. I think Birdemic was purposeful. The Room, no. the room was not purposeful. Yeah. So I love watching The Room. It's, it's, it's R and it's, you know, selective audiences will watch this, but it's so atrocious. Does Vin Angel have that one yet? I hope so. Uh, can I come over and watch it with you? Maybe. <laughs> I don't. I will never watch this movie on my own again because it's hard to sit through unless I'm watching someone else while watch. I'll just watch someone else. I haven't seen. Is it like? Should I watch it? Yes. It's. A, it's. I, I've seen. I so own many it if you'd like to watch movie, it, and it looks terrible. Hmm. It, it is so bad, and there's there is an entire story here. I actually read the book called The Disaster Artist, which was written by the uh, main co-star in the movie, and he was the producer on the movie and everything too. Mm-hmm. And he, Dave Franco, plays this guy. And his experience of meeting Tommy Wiseau, who is stranger than fiction, like quite literally. Mm-hmm. And it's the way this movie was made and the choices that were made and the mysterious you know, past behind it. This is so strange that it will not seem real, but this stuff is true. How can they make a movie about this? How is it going to have a plot? Well, I mean, they made Plan 9 from Outer Space and then they made uh, Ed Wood, which is basically the story of Ed Wood making Plan 9 from Outer Space. I think that's what they're going for. It's just showing what a disaster it was to make this film. Yes. But also showing there might be a hint of brilliance to it because it was so bad. Is that the disaster artist? Is it like a play on something? Like there's actually no, art the, to the this? book is called The Disaster Artist. Oh, yeah. it is. Okay. Yes. And so what it is, I mean, this movie, The Room, came out in 2003. And this guy spent millions of dollars to make and, and market this movie. And I think maybe 40 people saw it in the theater when it first came out. And then since then, it has become a min, a cult midnight movie, like in L.A. and then around the nation. I feel bad for everyone named Mark. Honestly. Oh, hi, Mark. Oh, hi, Mark. I did not. I did not hit her. I did not. And it's made so much money now and so much cult status because... And this the, the director still doesn't really get the humor. So bad it's good. Yes. It's it's reached that point. So bad it's wonderful. So that's my number two. My number one. Are we going to go for number one? Yes, we are. It's are we going to have the same thing? Okay, ready? Three, two, one. My Little Pony the movie. I, I really want you to say that, actually. Is it really? <laughs> I'm really excited for it. Are you, no, is it really? No, it's not my number one. Okay. <laughs> it's honorable mention. <laughs> Can we read the synopsis at the same time? 
One, two, three. When their headquarters are destroyed and the world is held hostage, the Kingsman journey leads them to a discovery of an allied spy organization in the U.S. These two elite secret organizations must band together to defeat a common enemy. This is, yeah. a weird, this is a really weird My Little Pony synopsis. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're talking about Kingsman, The Golden Circle. Yes. Comes out September 15th, which isn't long after this episode will air. Yeah. But uh, Kingsman, uh, The Secret Service, uh, was out of nowhere one of the most amazing movies I saw that year. Can, can I tell you that I'm still happy that you enjoyed that movie so much? So much fun. Yes. And it's it's uber violent. It's uber vulgar. It's cartoony it's over the top in a way. Craziness. 1960s James Bond style. Yeah, but and it was so much fun. And I when I saw they're making a, a sequel, and I saw who they were bringing back. Yes, I was disappointed. In fact, the trailers haven't really won me over. To be honest with no, you, no, the trailers aren't good. No, but it's directed by Matthew Vaughn, who yes. did the first Kingsman, uh, the Kit Cars movies, yes, X Men First Class, uh, Stardust. Like he did all these movies that mm-hmm. were kind of unorthodox but entertaining. And I feel like this movie has the potential to be just as fun as the original, and I hope it is. I think what he didn't capture with Kick Ars Two <laughs> is he waited way too many years, and Hit Girl was much older, and so the joke was done. She basically made the first movie what it was. And so he, he waited too long. This one, it's two years after the first one. I think the intensity, the hype is still high for this, this series. Mm-hmm. And I think this will be good. I think this will probably should be the last of the series, though. Yeah. Like, how much longer can the joke go? But bringing back Mr. Darcy is kind of like Spoilers. self-defeating, though, right? Because like, that was like the whole thing is I like, agree, because there's this so is one of those it movies. It cheapens it. There's yeah. so many other characters it, and it actors. It cheapens it, but at the same time, in that same 60s spy, tongue-in-cheek kind of way, it's like, okay, fine, we'll let this pass. Yeah, yes. they're breaking their own rules. So this one could be their, made... Their own rules where they have a woman with machetes for legs? Yep, those rules. <laughs> could this disappoint you? I oh, mean, are you so hyped for this one that it could be bad? Kickers 2 disappointed me. Yeah, same. And I, the first one I thought was so much fun, and then I watched the second one, I'm like, this isn't fun anymore. Mm-hmm. I hope they keep the fun. I hope they keep the camp. But it's a fine balance between camp and trash. Yes. And so I, I hope it stays in the, the, the good side. Yes. So real quick, we didn't do honorable oh, mentions. Oh, we didn't. We totally should have. So mine are Mother. It's... The new Darren Aronofsky movie. You just oh. want to see uh, Jennifer Lawrence Ex- again. Actually, it's called Mother because it has an exclamation point on it. It does. Did you see the trailer where it's nothing but darkness it's and you, mother, you hear him? It's mother. disturbing. Yeah, that, that was interesting. I was like, well done. Like, yeah, it makes me want to see it. He's done horror-esque movies like Black Swan was a bit horrific, but this is his stri- a straight up horror film. It looked trippy. Yes. Hmm. Um, also, Loving Vincent is one of my hipster picks. This one is a fully painted animated movie about Vincent Van Gogh. Painted. Not just animated, painted every scene. And it has um, Saoirse Ronan in it. And I, can't I really can't that. pass up a movie with Saoirse Ronan. I can't wait to see that in IMAX 3D. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That, what, if it, what if it is and what if it's great? And then also, My Little Pony, the movie. It's on his list. <laughs> Honestly, it is on, my, it's list. on my list. It's yeah. on my list. Yeah. It comes out October 6th. Uh, I also put Cloverfield movie. There's a, oh, the God Particle. Yeah, there's there's a one a kind of a Cloverfield movie. Do you think that, that will universe. come out this winter? I've heard nothing about it. It said October 27th on That's the list. That's what they do. They keep it silent, and then it's a but sleeper deadly? hit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Really? Y- yes. Jacob? It's like, it's <laughs> don't, like, it's don't like Batman's bring me down to his level. Uh, I also put Coco on there just because I feel like it looks a lot like Book of the Dead. Book of Life. Book of Life. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, Book yeah. of Life. 
<laughs> completely different movie, Book of the Dead. It looks like Book of Life, which was done, which is a beautiful animation. It is. But a lackluster story. Okay. And I'm wondering if Pixar can take that and actually put a heart to the beautiful animation. Probably I not. did put Thor Ragnarok and I put the $6 billion man and I put American Made. $6 billion man? Yeah. What? I didn't even know that was coming out. There's a, it said December 22nd and it's like the remake of the series. And Who's in it? Mark Wahlberg, I believe, was attached to it. Ugh. It could be terrible. But what are you thinking? No, but it's a terrible it's, idea. It's the nostalgia of the series from yeah, my Yeah, but it's going to be terrible. It's going to be bad. Yeah. But the show wasn't that great either. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get on to our most hated. Yay. <laughs> do you mean that? I do. I want to hear what you're going to hate on. Let's he just move. wants the show to be over. Let's move quickly, yeah. All right, Joel, you go first. <laughs> my number five may cause some controversy, but I have my reasons. How dare you, sir? It's 9-11. <clears throat> Starring too soon, uh, Whoopi Goldberg, Charlie Sheen, Gina Gershon, and Luis Guzman. And all those guys had uh, like careers in the nineties. Yeah, and this is about a group of people trapped in the. I'm not. I'm not going to give full synopsis. I'm not going to give the epic synopsis for this just because these are movies I'm not anticipating. I don't mm-hmm. want to make them sound cool, but it's about a group of people trapped in the North Tower during 9/11. And I watched the trailer, and it just felt wrong. Yes. Uh, Ir- irreverent, honestly. It, it it feels like I don't know. I I don't want to say a cash grab because that sounds really kind of. I mean, all movies are. It just felt exploitative in a way. Yes. Did it seem like devil manipulative? Kind of kind devil of like, in a nine like, eleven type scenario. Kind of. Yes. And uh, I mean, Charlie Sheen. I hope he gets his career back on track. Sure, but I tell you what, I don't like Whoopi Goldberg that much, and I don't like Louise Guzman that much. I'm surprised they're releasing this in the theater. Actually, the last thing I liked Charlie Sheen and I think was Hot Shots. It, yeah, honestly, it's it <laughs> that honestly would be a while ago. Yeah, it, the trailer felt a little inappropriate to me. It did, and that's why I feel bad. Like, I feel bad putting on my list because it is attached to 9/11. Yes, but at the same time, I don't think it's going to do well, and I think it's going to flop. Yeah, my number five is called Downsizing. Comes out December 22nd with Matt Damon. Matt Damon. Uh, it's the also teaser just came out for this. Also stars Kristen Wiig, Jason Sudeikis, and Neil Patrick Harris. Should be a great time. It's quite a cast. It's directed by Alexander Payne, who did Sideways, and it is this is what it's about: a social satire in which a guy realizes he would have a better life if he were to shrink himself. Uh huh. It has kind of a Gattaca feel in the trailer. I haven't watched the trailer yet. Yeah, but it sounds. Miserable. They were like, we need somebody really likable for this. Who can we get? <laughs> well, Matt, Matt, Matt. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there it is. Kristen Wiig has charisma, I think, two years ago. Let's try her. No, I, I, I think like this Kristen movie Wiig. is going to be so smug. And I think, honestly, the concept to me is like nine lives again. I still understand, like, even seeing the trailer, reading the synopsis, I don't understand how shrinking makes your life better. Because your carbon footprint is probably smaller. Maybe you think so? I don't even care. This is weird. <laughs> like I, I like I yeah, exactly. Yeah. I I hate this already. Let's go to your number 4 then. My number 4 is called Wow, I didn't know this would happen. Coco. <laughs> <laughs> I knew this would happen. Comes out November 22nd. Well, it's Pixar. Of course, it's going to be on your least anticipated. Aspiring music, musician Miguel teams up with charming trickster Hector on an extraordinary journey through the land of the dead. It's an extraordinary journey. Why, well, what do you have against that? Yeah. It just has so much heart, and there's at least 10 good minutes in there somewhere. <laughs> I <laughs> think Pixar, so Pixar, much. <laughs> no. Pixar is so dead to original ideas at this point. They remade Book of Life. I which, heard they're doing a female Lord of the Flies. <laughs> that's them? <laughs> oh. <laughs> Man, the internet is upset about that. Indeed. But I think Coco's, it seems like they stole an idea. And granted, it's going to be colorful. It'll What's be the stolen great. idea? 
Book of Life. Book of Life. Oh, that's what you were saying. Mm-hmm. It will be visually surreal. It will be so much fun to look at. I, the story for me doesn't really... It's like he has to explore the roots of his family and where this guitar came from and explore all of his grandparents through the, you know, through the land of the dead. Okay, that's great. When does this one come out? November 22nd. Oh, I'm looking forward to this now. Are you really? <laughs> yeah, you kind of talked me into it. Really? Yeah, you said it's going to be beautiful and no, uh, it won't memorable be beautiful. journey. Hey, remember Good Dinosaur had good graphics too. Oh, you win. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> okay. So that's my number four. Okay, my number four is Jigsaw. It comes out October 27th. Can, wait, okay. wouldn't you be excited about that? No, hold on. Bodies are turning up around the city, each having met a uniquely gruesome demise. As the investigation proceeds, evidence points to one man, John Kramer. But how can this be? The man known as Jigsaw has been dead for over a decade. I want to play a game. Do you, will you say, how could this be again? How could this be? <laughs> I mean, I feel like I have to clear my throat even hearing you. How uh, could this be? Look, the Saw franchise. <laughs> Why is that line funny? I'm not even it sure. Is, <laughs> but it really there was, is. There was emotion in a, in a jigsaw voice. One more time, please. How could this be? <laughs> oh, you tried too hard on that one. Yeah, it was. Yeah, <laughs> that was too many. You guys I know, I'm still the joke. It. I'm still like it. The Saw franchise has been dead a long time, and they don't need to resurrect it. Since and Saw 2, honestly. This is like a, a sequel, prequel, reboot. I is don't know it? what it is. But just watching the trailer, it was like, okay. Well, okay. They found new fun ways to kill people. I'm, I'm sorry. So Again. For all the millennials out there that don't remember the seven Saw movies we already have, we were getting one per year, kind of like Paranormal Activity was for a while there uh-huh. as well. Yep. And it was, like, it was in every Halloween thing, and people just stopped caring after two because... And if you haven't seen any of the Saw series, the first two movies are actually surprisingly good, and then they become torture prawn. The first one's quite yeah. good, actually. You yes. Can, you can say yeah. torture porn in that contest. That's can fine. you? Okay. Yeah, okay, sure. good. I'll allow that. I like saying prawn, though. You know, <laughs> prawn? Feel like a shrimp. Spicy. Yes, exactly. Like torture shrimp. But that's the thing. When... <laughs> that was my band name in college. <laughs> yeah! Yeah. <laughs> when the seventh movie came out and they said it's the final one, everyone went, Yay! You, seriously, you're going to end it? Oh, thank you very Finally, much. Yeah. And then what, four years later, they're like, but we're bringing it back. Oh, here comes. What's his Jigsaw name? Jigsaw is back. And, and no one Billy. cares. No one cares. No, they don't. And this is directed by Michael Spierg and Peter Spierg, the Spierg brothers. <laughs> oh, of course. And But they did. They directed uh, Predestination and Daybreakers. <laughs> oh, so, so they're really kinda, putting a lot into this. If honestly, Hawk, they're okay. If Ethan Hawke doesn't have an appearance in this, I'll be disappointed. Yeah. I like both those movies. But I'm not really? looking forward to another Saw movie. And... Okay, I'll I'll confess. I've only seen the first two. Yeah, no, stop there. But please. then, I, but then I've read the synopses for all the other ones, yeah. and then I felt really, Wait, really did you evil after? Hold on, Joel, be honest with us. Did you read the synopses, or did you go to YouTube and look at the ten grisliest deaths in the Saw franchise? Might have been both. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I was like, wait, how does that machine? Hey. Oh no! What? Curse my curiosity. <laughs> That's the Chinese finger trap. <laughs> That's what I did when I was trying to find topics for what would Bacon Sale do part one. Oh, oh. I remember. <laughs> I remember. I don't do that. Wait, the pendulum. Yes. All right. What's your, well, my, my, my number three? We're still on that. My number three is Flatliners coming out September 29th. The remake. Yes. And the first Flatliners, I'm sorry, was not that good in the first place. It really was kind of a cool concept. But the cast. Yeah. Well, yeah, but it was like, it was all the cool, like, you know, 
<laughs> Kevin Bacon, I almost, Kiefer start, Sutherland. I almost started with Oliver Pratt. That's why I laughed. I'm like, <laughs> all the people to lead off with. Oliver Platt. Oliver Platt. And Julie Roberts. Yes. Um, so it was this cast, really iconic. Michael J. Fox. For this one, no, guys, no. for this one, they got uh, Nina Dobrev. Frighteners. That's what I'm getting confused with. Ellen okay. Page, Diego Luna, and Kiefer Sutherland. Is Kiefer Sutherland? Apparently he's making an appearance in this one. Meh. But, okay, so this is a story about medical students who decide they're going to make someone die and then bring them back to life after a certain amount of minutes to yes. see what it's like on the other side. And as they do this for longer and longer, like I'm going to be dead for two minutes. I'm going to be dead for seven minutes. They start kind of seeing visions and yes. hallucinating and, and bringing things back with them in quotes. I'm doing air quotes with my fingers right now. So, but it's not that good of a story. Like it's a good concept. The original movie wasn't that good. They're rebooting it. And it looks like it's going to be this cool, fun, hip version but it just kind of looked like a dull Final Destination type of movie. Yeah, I was gonna, I was actually going to make that reference. Do you remember like the early 2000s when like Japanese horror was really popular and they just made... And Ellen Page had a career? Right. <laughs> oh! <laughs> Sassy <boom>. Jacob. <laughs> Sassy Jacob is back. But it, it seems like one of those standard movies where it becomes a horror flick from the early 2000s that is super forgettable. Yes, and super predictable. This, yes. this could be one of those movies where I'm going to sit in there and go, well, now this person's going to die, this person's going to die. I probably will see it. Yeah, I'm not sure. going to like it. I hope it flops. All right. My number three. I don't even know if this is going to come out in the theaters because I saw the poster and I was just so annoyed. It's it's a, it's supposed to come out October 13th. It's called Gnome Alone. <laughs> Wait, That's what? funny. That's funny already. The, you like Gnomeo and Juliet. It's called Gnome Alone. Oh, no. I've seen this one at it. Yeah. Have you? Yeah. George Lopez and Josh Peck are the two main stars in this movie. Oh, man. Yeah. So... When Chloe discovers that her new home's garden gnomes are not what they seem, she must decide between the pursuit of a desired high school life and taking up the fight against the trogs. Where did you find this one? IMDb. I looked on IMDb. I didn't see this one. Maybe yeah. just skipped over it. Yeah, no, you're a like, movie a couple of years ago called Gnome Alone, wasn't there? Was there? Was it a horror flick? Because that would be awesome. You're, you're thinking of Home Alone, Jacob. Yeah, and there, was, there were a few. Kevin McAllister. Uh, it, was, it was great. It was actually. I'm looking it up. Mom. It was, you know, no, but really good. Okay, so this made it to your number three? 2005. Yeah. It's, it's almost alone. a forgettable. No one's going to, it might not even be released in theaters, but it made your th- top three most. I always flop. have to put an animated movie in there, and one has to be Pixar, and one has to be just some random one. <laughs> Guys, when Zoe inherits the magical protection of a bewitched gnome, she quickly realizes that it isn't your garden variety gnome. Is, is that another? That's a synopsis. Summary? For is it a made for TV movie? Alone, 2015. Made for TV? No. Direct Wait, there's another Gnome Alone? Yes, that's what I'm saying. So this is a remake of 2015's Gnome Alone. How many Alone? do we need? <laughs> <laughs> How can this be? <laughs> yes. There you go. There so you I don't go. have anything else to say about this except for it's going to be shoddy animation. And I feel like movies like this come out when there's um, nothing else. No other animated movies. No family movies. Trying to make that quick buck. And if parents are dumb enough to take their dumb kids to these <laughs> movies, like shame on you. <laughs> Wow. What's your number two, Grumpy? <laughs> My number two is called Boo to a Medea Halloween. You promised me we were going to talk about this. We're seeing this movie. You prom- No, what? <laughs> no. I didn't see the first one. Bacon I'll be lost. Fit. I'll be lost because I haven't seen the first one. I'm sure You'll the story That's is not that hard to follow because oh. Medea, Bam, and Hattie venture to a haunted campground and the group must literally run for their lives when monsters, goblins, and the boogeyman are unleashed. Tyler Perry stars as every character mm-hmm. in this movie. Look, Joel, please, please, I, I want you to make me a promise because we talked I'm about not this. Promising you anything related in to our Medea. summer? No, no. In our summer preview, I said you could not come to Dunkirk with me. And who did I bring? 
Jacob. Other people. I brought you. Barely Emily. Yeah, barely Emily. <laughs> I brought you. You did, but I talked to you I into I feel that. like you owe me. I don't owe you nothing. <laughs> Will you please see Boo to a Medea Halloween with me? The only reason. Joel, please. I'm begging you. Kent, the only reason I watched Diary of a Mad Black Woman is because I had someone that I was home teaching ask me to watch it. And I said, I said, anything you want, I'll do it. I'm your home teacher. And she said, watch this movie. And I went, I hate you for this. And I had to watch it. You're saying our listeners are not worth being home taught to. My, our listeners are not asking me to see this movie. Yeah, they you are. Prom- and I, are. Say no, I they promise are. you they are now. Jake, will you see this movie with me as well? If Joel comes. Okay. We have to see the first one first. Oh, then good. We'll have a marathon. We'll Dang have it. a boo marathon. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I think if that, oh, now it's still only goes so far. I don't <laughs> if, that, if we do that, I'm going to be wishing for a jigsaw death. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> Just... <laughs> That actually would be a good jigsaw death. So look, this is going to be terrible. I don't even know if the first one was supernatural. I think it was just, I, uh, I think it was came. Medea like yelling at trick or treaters. Did it come out? Yeah. And when did, I didn't even see this one on the list. Truth be told, this probably would have been my number one. I'm surprised it's I could, not. I completely forgot about it. Yeah. I think maybe not forgot. I think my brain actually just kind of pushed it out. It like, no, blocks don't it out. That. Yeah. So if anyone out there would like to go with us to, because guaranteed this will not be screened here in Utah. We will probably be going a Thursday night. If anyone would like to go see Boo to a Medea Halloween with us. No. Please do. <laughs> it's not going to happen. It's going to happen. Is this your number two? Number two. Joel, what's your number two? <sighs> that is a number two. My number two really, is... Really, Joel? <laughs> I was hoping you'd pick up on really? that. I was hoping. <laughs> uh, my number two... I just got it and I loved it. <laughs> <laughs> my number two is Pitch Perfect 3. Oh, yeah. For sure. Just watching... Uh, no, I, I had no problem with the first Perfect... Pitch Perfect movie, it was fine. I actually kind of enjoyed it. It was uh, whatever. It's like a Bring It On type. Yeah, it was funny fine. movie. Yeah, the second one wasn't a huge fan of, and then I saw the trailer for the third one. And I'm like, wow, they are really, really stretching this plot out. They really are. It's sad. Like, let's Aka finish this. That's that. What is that? What is that? <laughs> it makes me mad. And but okay, the, remember when you guys had a cute like, movie once, <laughs> and then you ruined it. Yeah. It really make, makes me want to Aka hurt myself. Like honestly. <laughs> Uh, but it's directed by Trish uh, Trish C, who, if you don't know who she is, she actually directed. This sounds promising. <laughs> no, actually, this is good. This actually gives it some credit. But she's really? the kind of the choreographer director for almost all of OK Go's videos. She's the sister of the lead singer. Oh, of OK so Go. she has some talent then, like with, visual, with visual talent. Yeah, yeah, visual talent. But I don't know why she's directing Pitch Perfect. Trish C. Yeah, S I E. Check. Uh, but she, uh, when I found out she'd actually done the OK Co videos, I felt kind of bad. Because I was bashing on this movie a bunch, but still, I don't think it's going to be good. I, I, Fat, I, Fat Amy can only uh, be so entertaining for so long. And when she, in the preview, when she flies off the the ship and lands on the little uh, lifeboat and crashes on it, that made me laugh. It did. But everything else she did in the trailer annoyed me. So, Pitch Perfect is my number two. So, do you have uh, dishonorable mentions? Uh, I don't really. I did put the Lego Ninjago movie. Yeah, only, fair. Totally fair. Only because I thought to myself, aren't you ready for this whole craze to be done? No, I'm okay with Lego movies, but I don't, I feel like they're trying to be like, oh, we could do whatever we want. And Ninjago's yeah. really big with the kids, but. It seems mm-hmm. like more of a toy commercial than the other two. And it that's does. why it bugs it does. me. It does. It does yes. feel like a big commercial. So yeah. that's why I put that as my own. And the trailer's not very funny. Can yeah. I, and I guess I'm going to put Boom Medea 2 on there as yes, well. Yes, you should. I put. Um, Otherwise, Kent will take you. Because you yes. don't even, you want to avoid it. Why do those movies keep I, on this, I just, you know, never like, seen a I agree movie. with the Ninjago one. Um, I think this new movie LBJ with Woody Harrelson as Lyndon Bain Johnson, I think it looks terrible. It does look pretty like, bad. Like, why, why would anyone want to watch a movie about President Johnson? And then also Geostorm 
which we are totally doing a bacon bit I, for. Oh, I forgot. I was going to put Geostorm on my list. Yes. Because it looks so bad. It's but so heavy-handed. It does. Will you guys promise that you'll come with me to Geostorm? I'm not promising Depends anything. Joel, why would you? I you're hurting say, the audience here. I don't say promise unless when, I really mean it. When you ask the audience, is there anything we can do for you? I never And they say, that. please, Ibutu and You want to know why ever? I never asked that the audience? Because they want pain. They, they, they do. Pain. They want your pain. They want us to be miserable. Ugh. Our misery That's is kind of my job, pleasure. too, honestly. To be. <laughs> 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 All right. So what's your number one worst? My number one worst is A Bad Mom's Christmas coming out November 3rd. But Bad Moms did so well. Bad Moms did do well. It, it Okay. First, the first Bad Moms movie had a budget of $20 million and it made $183 million worldwide. Wow. So it, Huge success. Sextuplet it. It's it's money. Math. Uh, yeah, that's math. Amy, Carla, and Kiki struggled struggle to cope <laughs> when their respective mothers visit for the holidays. Where's your movie voice? Oh, it's gone. <laughs> Starring Mila Kunis, Kristen Bell, Catherine Hahn, and Susan Sarandon, and a bunch of other people. Ew, Susan Sarandon. I'm She's out. She's one of the moms. Ew. So I I I did not have any interest in the first Bad Moms movie because basically, hey, let's let's see how crazy and vulgar we can be. Oh, Joel's it's waving his hands it's around. Shocking. By the way. Yes. And then when I watched the trailer for this one, I thought ah, maybe I'm just not the target audience. Maybe right. a mom would relate this more. I showed it to my wife, and she was like, "That looks stupid." And I yeah. went, "Okay, justified." I'm not looking forward to this. I hope it bombs. We the Christmas movies themselves are already treading on thin ice yes it takes a really really good christmas movie to make this one seems super rushed movie. actually after the success of the first movie yeah on the other hand this seems like grown-ups for that group on the other hand, they're trying to make money so they might as well hit fast right on the on the other end of the spectrum i have no interest in daddy's home as a franchise but having john lithgow and mel gibson as the parents that makes it i, I want to go see the first i want to see this movie i, I want to go see the first one i haven't seen it yet it's actually not terrible yeah i mean it's not good <laughs> no, put that <laughs> on I'll the poster see i'll see it's it not terrible. it's not good <laughs> i think what well, i think this shows there's that a couple of moments Did, were you entertained by it at all i wouldn't know as will ferrell oh the first movie yeah i haven't seen it oh you haven't seen mm-hmm. it either i'm yeah. the only one who's seen it yes we'll put that on our, put it on our list for our sleepover <laughs> put that on the poster jacob's <laughs> the only one who saw it <laughs> it's not good <laughs> but that i think this if anything these summer movie previews that we do the fall movie previews that all the movie previews that we do mm-hmm. show that the trailers for movies really can make a difference because seeing that trailer for daddy's home 2 made me want to go see the first one yep. so then i could appreciate the second one more. absolutely but that's my number one, A Bad Mom's Christmas. I hope it fails. I hope it flops. Kent, what's your number one? You won't hate yourself for watching it. How about that? Put that on the poster. Okay, <laughs> go ahead. I hated, hated Pitch Perfect 2 so much that when they make a cheesy sequel from that movie, mm-hmm. I mean, it's one? easily my number one. Pitch Perfect 3 is number this one? This is the sisters of this year. Oh, wow. <laughs> I wouldn't that bad. <laughs> this Pitch Perfect 2 made me hate Anna Kendrick, who I once thought was adorable. But now I can't stand her. Totes adorbs. Totes adorbs. I think Elizabeth Elizabeth Banks stepped away. What are you saying? Oh, ah. <laughs> Going aka <I go> crazy. <laughs> uh, Elizabeth Banks, who directed the hey, second one. Hey, yes. Hey, Elizabeth Jason, Banks directed who does the Jason second Momoa one. Jason Momoa play. Aquaman. Aka Aquaman. <laughs> <laughs> it's like an Octoc joke. <laughs> Actually, I, I think is that joke. An Akanakwak. No, nope. It's not gonna work. Nope. It's close. Hey, what's a p- pumpkin's favorite month? What? A- Aka October. <laughs> You're going to say October. <laughs> this is embarrassing. <laughs> oh wow! Uh, late night. <laughs> what do you What do you have when you have eight kids? 
Acatuplets? Acatuplets, you're right. You're right, Joel. No, you can't do it twice every time, though. You can't? No, no you just say acatuplets. That's the joke. All yeah. right. Moving on. Rain it in. Rain it in. Following their win at the World Championship, the now separated Bellas reunite for one last singing competition, please bless, at an overseas USO tour, but face a group who uses both instruments and voices. Oh, no. Oh, the threat instruments? is high. I wonder if their acapella skills are going to be be able to take down those instruments. Like, who cares? <laughs> I hate Fat Amy so much. I hate everyone. Brittany Snow is adorable. I want to punch her right in the face. <laughs> <laughs> everyone involved with this. Oh, by the way, Elizabeth Banks stepped away from this movie to star in Power Rangers. No, she's in this movie. She's No, yeah, no. She's she directed the, the second one. It was meant to direct this, and she, she directed stepped away. The second Pitch she did. That's what I was just saying. And made a what? ton of money, too. I feel bad because I like Elizabeth Banks. I don't. I really don't. Smug. Smug. I like her on screen, I should clarify. Okay. I liked her in 30 Rock. Yeah. She yeah. was great in 30 Rock. Oh, yeah. That's, there's no smugness in that show. So Pitch Perfect 3 <laughs> hates so much. comes out December 22nd. Where's the love? I don't know. It hates it's everything. none. I really want this movie to bomb, but there's an audience for it. And shame on you. Shame on you all. So then... Uh, Thank you, Kent. Yes. For the hate. <laughs> for that ending there. So just to recap, the ones that I most anticipate. Shame on you all. The, one, the ones that I most anticipate for this uh, end of year is Jumanji, Welcome to the Jungle, Murder on, on the Orient Express, The Mountain Between Us, It, and Kingsman Golden Circle. Kent, your most anticipated? Goodbye, Christopher Robin, Blade Runner 2049, The Shape of Water, The Disaster Artist, and Kingsman, The Golden Circle. Jake, wow. do you have any that, like number ones that you're looking forward to? Mm. Like Star Wars, is that something you look forward to? I'm pretty, uh, yeah, I'm actually more excited for this one than the last, and Ryan Johnson's pretty solid hand, so yes. I'm thinking the yes. Star Wars is actually going to be pretty good. Yes. I'm, I'm expecting this to be perhaps the best Star Wars. It will be better than nine, I can almost guarantee, because Colin Trevorrow is not a great director. And uh, do you have any ones that you wish, you really hope will flop? Hope for, hope will flop, hope will flop. Well, definitely Pitch Perfect, please do flop. And not that it matters, because it's the last one anyway. They say that. Yeah, if it makes money, it's not. <sighs> That's so true. I mean, look Ugh. at Saw. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm excited for Murder on the Orient Express and oh, you are? Uh, Imagine Dragons soundtrack included. Uh, I thought that was interesting. Yeah. And uh, Kenneth Branagh knows what he's doing, although it was weird to see Paro as a giant English dude. Um, of course, if you're not familiar with Paro, then a you don't A giant care. English dude? You think Kenneth Branagh's giant? Well, in comparison <laughs> to the Paro character. v yeah. <laughs> Uh, have you seen? Have you watched Paro? I, I I've seen clips of Paro on BBC as he's, a he's, I mean, short, stocky, bald, yeah, mustache. yeah, yeah, and that's actually the character. Hey too. guys, yeah. hey guys, yeah. Where do uh, Swiss people like to drink? <laughs> oh, no, Oktoberfest. Uh, no, that's the same joke <laughs> that's the as, same the, one. as the yeah. pumpkin one. <laughs> uh, uh, fest was added this time. <laughs> it's so dumb. <laughs> but if you want to find me. You can find me Aka seven eight six Joel <laughs> on Twitter, or you can also find me at Quickens. They perform every Saturday night at the Midville Performing Arts Center. For more details, go to qwcomedy.com or go to the Quickwits Facebook page. If you want to find me on Twitter and Instagram, it's at Kenny three DD. If you want to read, read my movie reviews, it's ShowtimeShowdown.com. You can find me on Twitter at Jacob A Rogers and Baconsale on Twitter at Baconsale. And until next time, is there anything we can do for you? the simpler times. Like, we're tight like onto a dish. I got our new car. You did. Yeah. Still not a love life. You never had broken teeth dreams? 
shouldn't have eaten a piece of pizza and some cake because my stomach is gurgling. Have you seen it? It's sexy. Thank you. (laughs) And he knows it. Generally, your list is terrible. Mary Kentmas. You just have to sit there and be awkward and uncomfortable. Yeah, looking at Amy Schumer. Are you hungry? And I'm like, no, I've got gas. Really? That's really rude. <laughs> uh, <laughs> just like giggling boys is what we were. Oh. No, you gotta read them in your Kent voice. Okay. A young Blade Runner's discovery of a long buried secret. Uh, you guys want to come over and play Dungeons and Dragons to watch Blade Runner? Director's cut, mind you. I was like, wait, how does that machine? Hey. Oh no, what? Curse my curiosity! It rips your heart out, man. Just because he gave you a really good hug. He is a great, great hugger. And dude is good at stuff. Should be trying to get Kent attention. Am I right, Kent? Yes. <laughs> You're saying our listeners are not worth being home taught to. Once again, I'm just going to keep disappointing Kent. I'm not going to let up. I and felt like he was joking for a second, and then I knew he wasn't. And I'm a little mad at this movie because it's going to hurt the clown business. It's actually not terrible. Yeah. I mean, it's not good. Put that on the poster. Sassy Jacob. (laughs) Sassy Jacob is back. They want us to be miserable. Brittany Snow is adorable. I want to punch her right in the face. (laughs) Going, I go crazy. (laughs) But how can this be?